0: Welcome to How We Grow, an essential playbook to grow and scale your vacation rental business with advice and insights from the best in the biz with your host, Linnell Gordon.
1: I'm Linnell Gordon with How We Grow, the Vacation Rental Show, and I have a couple of guests that are really phenomenal. I'm going to introduce Valerie Budd, who is on my left, Valerie is the CEO of Ransom, and uh, she's going to share some tips with you, but she's brought a very special guest. And we have Jessica, who's been with us for eight years. Mm -hmm. That's awesome.
2: And she knows so much about the industry, and she's just so knowledgeable. I thought this makes sense to bring
1: And We could have done two different podcasts, and I thought about that. I'm happy to do that. But they really enjoyed talking with each other because they work together. So it's a really great team you've got Mm -hmm. here. We do have a great team what i want to ask you is this we're talking to property managers who want to grow their business and so what are the
2: top tips that you give to people about doing well let me back up a little bit on our history so we started off in 2005 we bought our first property it was one and we did really well with it and then my neighbors started saying "Valerie, you're doing so well will you rent mine and at that point i said no (laughs) Oh well, we don't know. (laughs) Anyways, so spin it forward, and then about five or six years ago, we ended up having about fifty properties. I'll say, Mm -hmm. and we were sustaining quite well. And then we grew dramatically. We now have over two hundred fifty. We're on target and three hundred. It was really challenging, but it was a lot of fun. We had stuff that we'd look at each other and think, "Okay, how we get through this?" Because we didn't have processes in places. That right, we needed, right. so and that's why I wanted to bring Jesse because she was our first employee or one of our first ones besides mm-hmm. housekeeping. And she literally, when I hired her, I gave her a computer and then I got a plane and left.
3: Yeah, really? she abandoned me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we scaling's been really an interesting thing, and it's so important. So now we obviously are doing things so differently than when we only had a, you know one employee and all the properties.
1: So tell me how you did that. Tell me the most important things that people have to think about when they scale the percentages that you scaled. What kind
2: of processes do people or things do people need to think about to scale? Well, the scale cool thing like was, and I mean this so not that I'm just at a Streamline event, but what happened was I knew I needed another software, so I went out and went to the conferences and went and looked at four different companies and we chose Streamline. This was back in the day when they weren't nearly like what they are. Right. So we went with them, and that's where Jesse I onboarded Streamline at the same time as onboarded Jesse. I guess you would say, which was really great. So we learned the system together.
3: So that became your project. That was my first thing, actually. We actually were going back and looking through reservations yesterday, and the first reservation in was one that I had transferred from our old software. Right. It was just such a
2: flashback. Wow! So software was really important, and then that's when you start putting systems in places. But things that we ran into big issues were communication with our team and we would just text feed okay add 250 properties and 40 employees you can't do the text feed anymore you've got to go to the next level and that was really a big challenge how do we migrate to that new system and how do we do it effectively
1: right so I guess the first thing you're saying is that for that kind of scalability and growth you have to have a really great basic property management system we're at streamline conference guys that's where I'm recording at this point today That's where I'm recording a bunch of podcasts. And I just tell you, we have some really smart people here and I'm taking complete advantage of it. So having a really good
3: property management system that will allow you to scale to that level is important, right? It's very important. And having one that's forward thinking too. It's not always just about the technology that they have at that moment or the people in the company. And that's, we love Carlos and disagree. We've been great friends with them for a long time. They're forethinkers. Yeah, they are. And when we're looking at products and technology, that's what we're
2: looking for. Not obviously the tech part of it's important. Culture within our company Mm -hmm, is that connection that we all have with each other. So yes, you're growing, but at the same time, you need to keep that communication within your core team. Mm -hmm. So you don't have trouble delegating.
1: (laughs) I didn't make it. (laughs) No, not anymore. It's actually really wonderful. So how important is delegation to growth?
2: Oh, it's 100% important. Okay. 100%. And the first time you do it, it's really hard. But then after you start doing it, it's so easy.
1: It's <laughs> freeing.
2: So tell me
1: about the growth that you've walked through with the company. What kind of things would you suggest to companies that are growing
3: to put it in a place that will help them with the scalability? I think the first thing, mm-hmm. Bauer alluded to it earlier, is we have a very collaborative team. You're not going to know what you mean if you're not talking to the people on your front lines. And mm-hmm. when we onboarded Brazeway, we're with Razeway right now. And When we onboarded them, there was so much of, okay, what do you love about this app? What do you not like? Getting that communication and feedback back from them so that we could tweak it to make those processes work. Mm -hmm. That was so important for us. But I think as we got that down, we really started putting things on paper. And that was so important for training for future employees. I mean, training manual sounds so basic, but we didn't have it. Like Mm -hmm. it was just me and Mm -hmm. we had... Our reservation manager who's with us now, she's wonderful, but like it was the two of us and we were yin and yang and we just did our thing and we started hiring new people. It's like, I don't have something on paper to give you. I can download my brain into yours, but... Starting to put those things on paper after you've got those
2: processes mm-hmm. down is really important as well. And now you can put it in chat, GPT. guys. Right. Yes. We do that a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, getting absolutely. back to what the paper part she was saying or just documenting, mm-hmm. one of the questions we had discussed earlier is that's probably the one thing I would have done differently mm-hmm. in the very beginning was documented more of the processes because it's we kind of literally had to go, go backwards and start all over again. Yeah. And that took a lot of time as you're growing the company, mm-hmm. which is really challenging. Yeah. Now, one thing you brought up, which is interesting, Breezeway. We first tried it and we didn't like it. It didn't fit our needs. So we said, no, we canceled the subscription. That was when we were at like 50 properties. And then a year later, holy moly. And now we love it. Mm -hmm. So one thing I would really suggest to people is if you don't like something in the beginning, go revisit it. Don't be scared because you may have changed your mindset and your systems as well. Just check it off and go back to it. Really important.
1: So if you were to look back and say, all right, during this growth, this very, very fast growth, Here are the things that, looking over my shoulder, I might say, hmm, I wished I had done X, Y, Z differently. Or maybe, you know, on your end, I wished I had done something sooner or differently. What kinds of things would you suggest to people?
2: The documentation, I think, is probably one of the biggest things because our HR person now is building our employee handbook. He's already done that, thank goodness. And just going forward, time's off because, again, we were on that very close-knit that is a lot of the properties we owned in the beginning and we still Mm -hmm. do but not Mm -hmm. to the spectators right and we would just say oh you want to use it sure go ahead we can have the protocols in place so what i would really suggest is set protocols as you're starting it because don't think of the property as you having 50 think of it okay i've got 500 no we're not don't worry (laughs) that wasn't someone else (laughs) we've got x amount of properties think of it in terms of that so that you can go ahead and scale so every software system that we're buying right now even our revenue management now how scalable is it what can we do with it but then again trying to keep that intimacy is just really important so that our owners still can reach out to us and connect with us
3: Yeah. I think that the documentation is a big part of it. And then scalability is a really big term that we've used over the past few years. You've had to. Yes, absolutely. But well, just saying, and like putting that in your team's minds, like anytime anybody would say, well, I'm just going to do it this way. Well, is that scalable? Like, are we going to be able to do that in three years? And just putting that on your team's mind and changing their mindset was really, really important for us. One concrete example that I can think of was for our homeowner onboarding. It was very basic. Like Valerie or I were talking to the homeowners by ourselves. We'd have an owner acquisition team, which is wonderful. But we just, Valerie would get it and then get the information to me and I would put it in the system. And now there's five or six people involved in that process. So we ended up implementing, we use Monday. I know Streamline has a great acquisition tool and lots of other people. They have a brand well. new
1: stuff. Yes, really I'm excited
3: cool. to see. They it. have cool stuff coming out. We use Monday currently. That was just a great fit for us mm-hmm. at the time. Sure. And just having like the checklist and the different things mm-hmm. like that that you don't think you need when you have 50 properties, mm-hmm. just trying to look forward. And is that scalable? Was it a huge question for us? And the
2: other thing is we gave all our employees phones in the beginning, just because being transparent, if the employee leaves, we want that phone number still, but it wasn't scalable. And there's a problem that if your maintenance people keep losing their phones and things like that. So we're now using which Ring Central, and we have apps with phone numbers on it, so that we can pull it back very easily. I love their stuff. I do. I'm just saying. This. So it's been really helpful. The other thing it, you don't really think about this is the space. So <laughs> the first space that J- Jesse worked out
3: of, it was... The first office space. I worked <coughs> out of my bedroom originally. Right. <laughs> we had our laundry out of yes, the house, do yes, believe yes,
2: it. Yes, you did. Uh, but it's old school. But the office that you worked out of, do you, how big was that office space at all It was
3: about the size of a walk-in closet. It
2: was a little bitty thing. And then we grew and grew. And that's just something you've got to consider. And then fortunately, the building that we've taken over... We could kept expanding from sides, but that was really important because you technically to move it would be so much more work. Yeah. So wherever you do launch, and, and I was an advocate of actually having space, but for our reservation team and our management team, it's really important to have a space that they can go to that we have our Monday meetings. Yeah. Again, that connection constantly. We can be virtual to some extent, mm-hmm. but it is really important to have our Monday morning meetings with all of the main management.
3: We have a really collaborative team. I think at the end of the day, if everything falls apart, technology breaks, processes have flaws, but at the end of the day, if you have somebody that you can call and say, hey, you know, this is broke, 911, I need you to come in, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the kind of team that Valerie's built and that we've built. So I think that's what our scalability has really boiled down to has been our team and trying to find the right fit for them too. This is something that we've learned the hard ways. We've hired people and put them in a position and they weren't great at it. It just, it didn't work. And instead of just, you know, terminating that relationship, we would sit down with them and say, Hey, you know, this might not be your strength. Where can we pivot you? Where can we move you to where your strengths are going to shine and Mm -hmm. you can continue to have a great relationship with the company.
1: That's really important in business period guys. So if you think about scaling your business, the people that you hire, such a huge part of it and you had a very good hire here and obviously she's helping you manage the rest of it as well because as she talks the thing that you notice about companies that are successful is you have an employee here talking but she's like we 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 Mm -hmm. that's because you've given her the trust and the delegation authority to be able to have that and feel that way so obviously you know that she owns it Mm -hmm. you know so she's owning
2: that part of what she does and it's really cool Because even our housekeeping manager, she has the same attitude. Mm -hmm. Robert, our maintenance manager, it's the same attitude. And our owner's (laughs) relations manager, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, if I could get three more of her, she just works constantly.
0: Built by property managers for property managers. Streamline is a powerful software that gives managers enterprise level capabilities to drive more revenue and improve operational efficiency. Migrating to Streamline allows property managers to gain functionality while reducing the need for multiple vendors, improving flow by logging into a single system and reducing redundant technology costs. With Streamline, property managers achieve revenue lifts by leveraging our fully-fledged communication center, reservations quoting system, revenue management tools, homeowner acquisition CRM, and powerful direct OTA connections. Streamline also has industry-leading trust accounting and report capabilities to give you clarity in an overall company performance. Learn more about Streamline vacation rental software at StreamlineVRS.com.
1: So guys, if you want to learn how to build a team, I think you should think about reaching out. Valerie, could people reach out to you if they have questions? Of course they can. So Mm -hmm. guys, if you want to know how to build a great team and you want to learn how to scale off the chart... You have a mentor here. You have someone who has done it, who is very willing to help you in your business. It's
2: been a lot of fun too. I mean, it really has. We have those moments that, you know, you just think, really? Is this guest (laughs) doing this or is this owner doing this? We literally
3: have a book for it that sits in our office that we write down all of the crazy stuff. Okay, Okay. I got it here. Okay, you have to tell me your two favorite stories
2: then. You've got a book.
1: Can I really (laughs) kind of chat?
2: Yeah, so this was actually, Jesse was on board. It was one of her first, first calls she took. And a guest called. Now, mind you, I was 17 when I came to work. I had to life. call her parents I was to do agree. approval to go to the first conference. So the guest calls and said, there's a cockroach. I need someone here immediately. And we have log cabins, too. So And it's in the woods. Yes. So it's not like it's a city. It's in the woods and bugs your bugs. And it could happen. <laughs> all right. Of course. So, of course, we want to take care of the guests. Our maintenance manager goes and knocks on the door. Ma'am, where is this bug? And she goes, oh, it's by my tire right there. It's outside? It's outside. Oh. <laughs> it's outside on her windshield is the picture that we got later, oh, afterwards, okay. so. But the, th- the point is, is that, I mean, really, to the guests. Yeah. You know, we have one guest that also decided to go in the attic and string up Christmas lights on the outside of the house. What? I have no idea why. What? How yeah. long did they rent it for? It wasn't very long, <laughs> <Not>, like a, <laughs> weekend, <laughs> yeah. a weekend? A weekend? Okay. And this was before, because in our year, we have to have Christmas lights up by middle of October. This is like first of October. So it wasn't like we were behind the eight ball.
3: Okay. That taught me to ask questions. That was 7 a.m. in the morning. I called the maintenance manager. I was like, you have to go like right now. And he called me. He's like, really? Really? So another instance that comes to mind is I worked on property for a while. So my office was one of our resorts that we had. And I had a guest. She was very elderly lady and we had just installed a- electronic locks mm-hmm. this was five or six years ago and she was not able to get in she was having an issue and so i'm repeating her door code back to her i can hear her typing in the numbers it's just not working like, okay mm-hmm. you know it's fine i'm gonna come right. out like is two minutes away right so i go down there and she i'm watching what she's doing and she's typing the numbers and telling me different numbers than what she's actually typing onto oh. the keypad and it was like, oh, I know, poor thing. She was so embarrassed, but just ask questions. No,
0: you do,
1: for sure. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. So this morning, we're in a really cool room. We're in the Phoenician Hotel. This is a really ritzy kind of place. So we were walking there. My sister, who is property manager, she owns uh, Hops Realty at Holden Beach. So we're walking down, and we're saying hi to people, and there's a cockroach, literally, on the floor. (laughs) And it was inside. It was inside. We had a group of people in the hall, and there was a cockroach. And someone said, what is that? And my sister, who is very witty, she just looks down. She says, oh, we brought that with us from North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, you get so used to dealing with these things as a property manager for these many years. You always right. right over the top of your head. So I'll bet now someone calls. And they're like, I see a cockroach, you're like, you know. Is it inside or outside? Yeah, <laughs>
3: there's a question.
1: Is it inside or outside? <laughs> it's inside, you bring it with you? <laughs> just saying. Is there anything else you'd like to say or any advice
2: you'd like to give? The thing with homeowners, for example, we all know some are really great and some are quite a challenge. And some you just have to let go. So we have not had to do this before, but now that we've grown to the point that we have We are now having the list is called thin ice Mm -hmm. and these owners, not because of us beyond thin ice, but we put them on thin ice and we're going to review them and see about getting rid of them because Mm -hmm. they're sucker fish. And we, you know, I mean, you have to look at the revenue. You have to look at how many people they've referred or their connections to your other owners but that's really important. And it's hard to do, especially when you're in such an acquisition about that you want to go ahead and say, yes, I'll take them all. But sometimes you just got to say no.
1: We have some companies. There are companies that I've spoken to who create a list, like the NICE. And then each year, as a reward to their reservationist or to their, st- their staff, they're allowed to vote one off the island. <laughs> but what is so My famous morning days.
3: <laughs> y'all?
1: I know that some people have things like that. When you get to the place, when it takes more time than the revenue is worth, I like the fact that you're sitting and putting it on paper. Who do they know? Socially, how is this going to affect me? Financially, how is it going to affect me? Because you're such a ripple effect.
2: Oh, yes. I know that. Yeah, for sure. And then we've got some of those owners that their ripple is going to be so big that we now say, how high do you want us to jump? I mean, we don't say that to them, but we all know. We know who they are. Yeah, we do. We all know.
1: And another thing that some companies do in that situation, Valerie, is they will take Whoever's the best communicator normally is the owners of the company, someone that has worked like you for mm-hmm. a long time in there. And they'll sit down with the owner and they'll say, look, our staff, we're having an issue because of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. We'd really like to work that out with you. What can we do to make this a better situation? And you know, that communication also has saved many an owner
2: mm-hmm. in that way. And we also found specifically the one owner, it's better for us to rotate this person around, even though we all communicate. Absolutely. But after a couple of years, I worked with them for a while, and then Jesse worked with him for a while, and now somebody else is. It just is fresh. It's new. Mm-hmm. It's been working.
1: That's a very good strategy, too. I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't heard of that one. But that's an excellent strategy. We used to do that at the tech company that I founded. We had some property managers that were challenging. And No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, occasionally, because most of them, honestly, I'm going to be real honest, most of them are phenomenal. You're used to dealing with people, you're nice. You're just really nice people. But occasionally you come across one who's not. And we did the same thing. I didn't allow my staff to talk to the property manager. Only
2: I could talk to the property mm-hmm. manager. And then only my partner could talk to the property manager. And then that didn't work. So But you know, to be in this space, it's interesting because my husband and I used to always do dinner parties with our friends and we hosted and this is probably about 10 years before we started or I started this business. Uh-huh. Was one of our friends said, You know, you and Rob both have the gift of hospitality. How mm-hmm. nice. And we never really thought about it. And now look at the industry we're doing. How sweet. I mean, but you, I think you have to, to do I this, think you to do. be able to take everything and, okay, you're absolutely right. Let me do this for you. Or you have to hire people that have that. Right.
1: Because I know some property managers who their backgrounds may be in a certified public accounting or maybe they're, technologist a lot of those people come into the business Mm -hmm. and then they hire that front-end person to talk Mm
2: -hmm. because they don't have you
1: definitely need that you have to have skill set in there you have to have because you have to deal with guests and owners Mm -hmm.
2: and you know i gotta say the property managers at the conferences you know i was out in corporate america before i did what i was doing and do now and i was shocked on how awesome the property managers were. When we started off, when I had like 20 or 30 properties, they would give me their contracts if they hired an attorney. I, know. I was flabbergasted. I, know. I mean, they were just willing to say, here it is. I know. So, you know, pay it forward, pay it backwards, keep doing it over and exactly. over again. It's just, it's an amazing industry. It is. And that's what this show is about, is really creating
1: a group of mentorships because that's really what we need when mm-hmm. we're growing a business. Mm-hmm. even if we've been in business a really long time, sometimes we forget You know, we forget those basic principles. Like I was interviewing someone earlier today and their gift to this world is revenue generation. Mm -hmm. And he can sit down with any property manager. He can share with them, here are the ways that you generate revenue. And he is very successful. You know, Mm -hmm. being able to have people that are very good at marketing or like you, people that excel in scalability Mm -hmm. and growth. I always love the round tables.
2: Draw on that. I do too. I remember my first couple of conferences I would go because I was reservations, I was maintenance, I was housekeeping scheduling, it was everything. I, and I would sit in the back of the room because I knew if my phone rang, I had to go out and answer it. Wow. And I would see all these other people like, who are they doing this? team and it's so it's funny the to team. see now we're bringing how many people to these conferences so i people. love that
1: thank you for sharing thank oh, you guys. thank, thank you. you so much thank for coming so and taking your time
2: and being willing to talk to people oh so, sure thank you for so. having this podcast i'm sure it's going to be wonderful for other people to learn and hopefully get inspired and yeah I'll i hope, hope so reach out
1: to valerie guys
2: thank she's you. got the goods <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you
0: This episode of How We Grow was brought to you by Streamline. To find out more about how Streamline can help grow your vacation rental business, visit StreamlineVRS.com. Make sure to search for How We Grow in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found and hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. On behalf of the
1: team here at Inhabit, thanks for listening.